Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff, really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail so that way you can say, does this apply to me and how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Joseph Frankie. If you are watching on YouTube, welcome to the channel. Today we are going to be talking about uh, something I've gotten. I've done uh, three workshops this week so far, and we've gotten this question in all three work, uh, workshops. Not always the same format question. I mean, it's not exactly the same question, but it's the general theme, and that is, how do I stop money anxiety, or why does money give me anxiety, or why do I, I stress about money? Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about today in in this episode is you know why is that and understanding why will help really calm your nerves and give you some direction of what you want to do um and i'll also share with you you know some of the stuff that you know the financial industry is doing to help reduce that anxiety you know specifically what we're doing at fitbox all that type of stuff but the big crux of this is again how do i stop my money anxiety Okay, or how do I reduce my stress? First and foremost, you gotta identify why you even have it. Okay. Now, before we jump into the the episode, uh, if you guys are listening on the podcast, you know, make sure you subscribe to it so that way when uh, you get new episodes, you get notified, all that type of stuff on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel so you get notified. Share it with your friends so that way you know they can hear this stuff because it helps them too, and of course it also helps us because it helps spread the word about Fitbucks. So. You know, take a minute or a few seconds to do that, and let's jump right into it. So, again, what, as I mentioned a few few seconds ago, the, the the key point of this entire podcast and this entire YouTube episode is to say, how do I stop my money anxiety? It's like, well, first of all, you to really identify why do I have this, and I'm going to use an analogy. We use this a lot at Fitbox. Um, we use this because we say our technology is like GPS for your money. Okay. So I'm going to use driving as an analogy to help you understand why. Okay, now I want you to think back like 20 years ago. So some of you, you weren't driving 20 years ago, so you have to think about like what your parents had to do. Okay, um, this is prior to the time of GPS. So things like Google Maps and Waze and all these apps, they didn't exist 20 years ago. So first things first is you'd have to sit there and say, okay, I have to have an understanding of where I'm going. So you'd be at home, you're like, okay, I'm going to go from point A to point B, okay? And you would think about that in your, in your mind, and you'd say, okay, these are the routes that I know, and this is the way I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go on this freeway, I'm going to go here, here, and here. So how does that relate to, to finance? you got to do the same type of thing. you got to say, where am I going? So instead of a, a physical destination, 
It might be like a goal, like saving for a down payment for a house, paying off my student loans, saving for retirement, saving to buy a car, getting married, having children. Uh, what does my career look like? Uh, you know, what do I want to do with education? All that type of stuff. So you got to think about where you're going directionally. Now, the, the big difference and where a lot of anxiety comes from when it comes to money is this understanding component. And what I mean by that, like when, when you go to drive, for example, you have some experience, even if this is the first time you're 16, it's the first time in your car, you've seen your parents drive these roads before. So you can somewhat put together a, a map of where I need to go, right? Well, when it comes to money, it's no secret that most of us get next to none, if not zero financial education whatsoever. And our, our parents either don't have it either, or they just don't talk to us about it. So growing up, you might be, you know, 23, 24, 25, 26, whatever it is, and just graduating. And it's the first time you've really had to deal with money. And you're like, where am I even supposed to go with this? I don't know if I'm supposed to get in a car and drive. I don't know if I'm supposed to walk. I don't know if I'm supposed to ride a bike. It's just all over the place, right? And, and so that's where a lot of the anxiety comes from is people are like, I don't even know where to start. Start, like which direction to go should I go northeast southwest like I have no idea right so that's the first thing is just having a simple understanding of money um, there's a number of different ways to do it the way we do it at Fitbox is we break it down into two formulas income minus expenses equals remaining cash which is basically your budget and then assets minus debt equals uh, net wealth uh, the first formula happens today the second formula happens over time and then there's this third component called risk management, which is insurance, because the second formula takes time. You need to protect yourself and your income. So that's why you have insurances. Um, so that's the way we break it down from a high level. Again, I'm not going to go too deep in this on that on this podcast and this episode because we, we do it in other places. But the main takeaway is to have a basic understanding of where you're at today. And going back to, to the GPS example when I'm driving, um the next step is to actually plan the route okay and so if i'm planning and i drive i'm like okay this is exactly where i'm going to go okay now when it comes to finances a lot of us are like well i don't i don't understand right so i'm going to go try to get help to understand and build my plan now when you're trying to drive back in the day if you needed help you could pull out a map of the area one map and there's a bunch of roads right and it's like that's where i'm going now with finances there's not one map there's multiple maps and it's confusing and you try to go to experts those are the multiple maps so maybe i'm a new grad i want to learn what i'm supposed to do with my student loans okay and it's like okay i go to my loan servicer that's where most people go they give you a cookie cutter response that the best thing for you is to go on an income generating payment plan. They do that because for most of you, it's the lowest monthly payment. And by law, that's what they have to tell you. So it's not a recommendation. They have to tell you a certain thing. Okay. So that's not really a plan, but that's the most you can get. So you really don't even know what to do with your, with your student loans. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, maybe I want to buy a house and you go to a real estate agent and they're like, well, we can help you buy the house, but we don't know if it's the right thing for your plan. So talk to a broker and the broker is like, well, you know, we can help you uh, get the loan and this is how much you qualify for, but is it the right thing for you? I, I don't know. I'm not a financial planner. So then you go to a financial planner 
And a financial planner is like, do you have a half a million dollars in, in assets that I can manage? Or do you have insurance needs? And you're like, well, what do I need that for? Like, well, what? no, I just graduated. I don't have any of that. And like, well, I don't really know anything about debt, so I can't really help you. But this is what you need to know. You need to start investing early. And you're like, wait, wait, what? So you're getting all these different maps from these people. And then you have to try to triangulate it and put together the plan yourself, basically, because there's nobody looking at the complete picture. Okay. And so this is another part where people go, and I'll give you an example of how this relates to, to driving as well. A lot of people, they'll say, well, my friends told me X, Y, Z, or I posted this question on Facebook and, you know, other people in my profession said to do X, Y, Z. Okay. And the, and the way I look at that is, is why it's so dangerous to do that. Let's just say you were driving, going back to the driving example, and you have to get to the hospital. So you call your friend. And you say, hey, like, how do I get to the hospital? And they say, you go on this, this street to this street, and then you go to this street, and then you get onto the freeway, and then you take off this exit, and it's on the left-hand side. And you're like, okay, that's the directions. So you get in your car, and you start driving around. And you can't even find the first street that they were talking about. You're like, well, where, where's this street at that I'm supposed to get on? Then you realize that the street they told you to start on was the street that is leaving their house. You might live on the complete other side of town. Like the streets that you need to take to get to the freeway are completely different. So the freeway might be the same, but how to get there might be different. So you might be sitting there telling, like listening to somebody like, oh, you should do this uh, with your investments and you should invest this way. That's kind of like the freeway, but it's like, well, wait a second. How do I get to that freeway? I don't even have an emergency fund. I don't have like a base of understanding of how to invest. I have student loans. Like, how do I even get to that point, right? And they get confused. And that's why like, I am all about going to friends and asking, but this is a, a very important piece. Like if you ask for about friends, you read something on a blog, you hear something on a podcast, you read a book, whatever it is. These are all different maps that you're trying to triangulate together. So when people ask me, who should I go to? Or what should I read? Or, or who should I listen to? Whatever it is. You should read like whatever you need to, but when you're reading it or listening to it, it's, okay, what are they talking about? Do I understand it? And then what parts can I then apply to myself? Okay, so that's what you need to do when you build the plan. That's like the old, the old way of doing the plan. I'm gonna talk about you know a newer way down the road. So, so far that's understanding and planning. Again, just to summarize, with how it's like Jeep, like with driving, like with driving, you have to turn around and say, okay, um, I have to understand like how to get there. I got to build out a plan. I got to understand how to drive, all that type of stuff. With finances, it's like, I got to understand the basics of money. And then I got to put together all these maps to figure out how I'm supposed to get there, right? Now, when it comes to implementing your plan, okay, with, with driving 20 years ago, you might be like, okay, I'm going down this freeway. I got to the freeway, I'm driving, I'm on time to my meeting, my kid's soccer game, whatever it is. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my way and I'm on time. And then the unknown happens. That's the first thing. Or an event happens. I'm going to talk about both of those, right? So first, the unknown. I'm on the freeway, doing good. All of a sudden, I'm stopped. There's an accident. I don't know if that accident's a half mile in front of me. I don't know if it's five miles in front of me. I don't know if I'm going to be stuck here for two hours. All of a sudden, I'm panicking. I got anxiety, right? Because it's like, oh my God, I'm going to be late to this important meeting. And so you get anxiety. 
Okay, so then you, you used to flip on the radio to the news channel because maybe they have traffic, but traffic's only every 15 minutes. It's like, I'm supposed to be there in 15 minutes. Like, and you start panicking, panicking, panicking. And you don't know if you should get off the freeway, on the freeway, stay on, whatever. And what ends up happening is one of two things. Either A, you're going to show up late. Or B, you, you miss the event, whatever it is that you're going to. You just miss it completely, right? And it's like, oh, like, holy crap, like I missed it. Or let's do a second piece. You actually get to the location that you're trying to go to. That's a positive thing, right? That's good. That's point B. Now you've gone there, you've gotten there, you've done what you need to do, you get from you need to get from point B to point C. Okay? So how does this relate to finance? Well, in money, you're like, okay, I put together this plan, right? I think it's okay. I really don't have any way of knowing if I'm actually in the right direction or not, because there's no really big signpost saying go here. So I'm kind of guessing that I'm doing the right plan. And now I'm driving along and let's look at those two events. Okay, the unknown happens. Something, something bad happens to me, right? COVID hits, the uh, mortgage crisis hits, the dot-com crisis hits, whatever it is, it, it throws me for a loop. All of a sudden I'm stuck and it's like, oh crap, what do I do? Okay, now when driving, I, I mentioned like people would show up late to their event or they'd miss it completely. When it comes to finance, the stuff that they miss are like saving for a down payment for a house or saving for retirement. So a lot of people that are like, I just saw a stat, I might you know, butcher this, I'm doing this off the top of my head, but it was something like 70% like of retirees at age 60 or 65 have less than 100 grand. They missed their event. That is retirement, like they can't retire. Like you, you're not gonna be able to retire with that, okay? They completely miss it. So like driving, it's like, okay, I missed my event, whatever, like tomorrow's a new day. With finance, you miss that big event, i.e. retirement, you're not gonna be able to make it up. You don't have enough years to make it up, okay? So that's the big difference, and that's why people get so much anxiety, because they don't know, hey, I'm following my plan, they don't even know if the plan's the right thing, and then when one of those events happen, it's like, oh crap, what do I do? And that's why people panic, okay? So everybody has heard, you know, buy when the market is low and sell when it's high, right? But the reality is, is most people sell when it's low. Why? Because they're on this plan. Now their plan told them, I need to invest. So And they don't really understand the stock market, but they're investing anyways, right? So they're investing, they're investing, they're investing. They get up to, you know, $20,000, $30,000, all of a sudden, you know, the mortgage crisis happens and their investments go from thirty grand to fifteen grand. They panic and they sell. And I'm never going to go back into it again, ever. And now they're just harming themselves even more. Right? That's what a lot of people do. And they just bury their head in the sand. Or they never even get into the market to begin with. They just put their money in a bank account earning 0.2% nowadays and it doesn't even keep up with inflation. So like, as costs increase, you're actually, your investments don't even keep up. So now you're going to be behind in retirement. So people, like they have this plan and when they are implementing it, they run into these, like, these events and they panic and they don't know what to do. And that's why is because it throws a wrench in what their plan was and they don't understand it. They don't have a way to, which way to go. They don't have any guidance on it, okay? So that's one thing. Now I said, but the other way, the positive driving experience, I, I get to my event on time, then I go from point B to point C. Same thing happens with money. We see this all the time. It's like we put together a plan for somebody that's like paying off their student loans really aggressively. They pay off their loans in three or four years. Yay, throw a party, everything's fantastic. They're debt free. Now it's like, what do I do next? I, I don't know what to do. Should I, I buy a house? Should I buy rental property? Should I, 
Should I invest in the stock market? Again, those are good problems to have. But now it's like, okay, I got an understanding of student loans. I figured out what I had to do. I paid them off. Now what? I'm stuck again. I don't know which direction to take. Okay. And that gives people anxiety. Like I can't tell you how many times, like I get emails probably three or four times a week from people that paid off their loans. And I'm like, I'm so excited about paying off my student loans, but I, now I have even more anxiety because I, I don't know what to do with my money. Like where, what am I supposed to do with it? And they don't want to make a mistake and they don't have any way of saying, here's a plan. Am I actually going to be able to do this right? Okay. They don't have that signpost like you have when you're driving. Okay. So that is my, the analogy for, you know, how money is like driving. And that is the key that like I said earlier, understanding like, why do I have anxiety around money? Why does it stress me out? It's those three things. People don't have a, a simple understanding of money. They don't have a way to actually plan comprehensively. So they're basically guessing. And when they're implementing it, again, they're still guessing. So there's always that anxiety of, am I doing it right? But when they hit that unknown event, they panic even more because it's like, I, I was on this plan and, and, and I thought I was doing it right, but I'm not, I knew I wasn't doing it right. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was doing something wrong and they don't know how to fix it. So even more anxiety, more gray hair. And a lot of people just put their head in the sand and then say, screw it. I don't even care about money. That's the excuse they use. Okay. Or they get to that life event. Like I said, it's a positive thing. And now they don't know what to do. And they're back in that cycle. Okay. That is why it gives you anxiety. That's why it gives you stress. And that is the first piece of understanding. How do I get rid of that stress? You got to understand where it's coming from, right? It's the, the unknown, the fear of the unknown. So the best way to do that is understanding, okay? And learning and educating yourself. Now, unfortunately, um, I wish every single person in the world would go out there and read as much as they could about investments, as much as they could about finance, about student loans, about this and that. The reality is, you know, we all have our quote unquote roles in society, right? Most of us are not going to go out and read about money nonstop every day. You know, like, you know, I, I've done that myself because that was just my background. That's what I did. And it's like, okay, great. That's, that's my role, I guess, in society, right? So let's go do that. Um, but for those of you that are doing like PT, OT, PA, you know, RN, NP, whatever it is, your role's not being an expert in money. Okay. But herein lies the issue. I, I brought up driving 20 years ago. Okay. Those problems have been fixed with the GPS. Meaning I don't like, I, I can never have gone to a place before in my life and it doesn't matter. I can get there very easily. How I put the address in my phone and it's like, here's the fastest route to get there. Now here's some alternative routes, but if you want the fastest, go here. Do you want that route? Yes. And I click it. And then it gives me step-by-step -step guidance. I'm driving. Yay. And all of a sudden there's an accident and Waze pops up and says, Hey, there's an accident. Reroute. This route's faster. Great. Get off the freeway. Go this route. I, I, I get there. Maybe I'm a couple minutes late, but at least I know, Hey, look, I'm supposed to be there at 6 PM because I got rerouted. I'm going to be there at, at 610. Now I can actually call a person I'm meeting and just say, Hey, there was an accident. According to GPS, I'm going to be there about 10 minutes late, about 610. And I'll see when I get there. I can actually call. Now I, I still might have a little bit of anxiety because like it might be like a really important meeting or something that I'm going to be late to, but my anxiety level from before just completely dropped off compared to what it was before GPS. And then once I get to my destination and I'm, I get to my meeting, the soccer game, whatever it may be, 
and I'm ready to go from point B to point C, put it in my phone, get the new directions, let's go, right? So that's GPS. Unfortunately, with money, that never happened. Okay, a lot of the stuff that has come out in the world of fintech is, fintech, by the way, for you guys who don't know, is financial technology. It basically makes those maps that I told you about where you gotta go to all these different people, and it shows you more information. It actually makes it a lot, a lot more confusing. Um, like now you have, you know, instead of, of paper maps, you have digital maps. So you might have an app that shows your budget, but it doesn't really tell you what to do. It doesn't anything. It just reports numbers. It's like, great. I could have done that on a piece of paper or in Excel. And then you say, okay, well, like I, I can look at this app and it tells me what my net worth is, but it doesn't really tell me how to increase my net worth. It doesn't tell me if I'm doing the right thing. It doesn't tell me if my investments are right. It doesn't tell me if I'm paying off my debt correctly. It doesn't tell me if I should buy a house or rent. It should, doesn't tell me if my my, fam, my my wife should you know stay at home or if I should stay at home part-time or full-time if we have children instead of paying for daycare. It doesn't tell me if I should move. It doesn't tell me the cost of living. If I have a new job in a different city, should I take it? It doesn't tell me any of that. It, it basically just move the maps online okay for a lack of a better analogy so instead of paper maps it said hey here's your map online that's all it did right and i still got to put all these maps together okay unfortunately that's where the world of finance is okay now a lot of you guys have asked what's what are we creating at fitbooks what are we launching that's why i'm so excited is in my opinion it's the first thing that clears all that up in terms of technology. And what I mean by that is the saying, you guys might've seen it on our website or listen to other podcasts. We say that our technology is like GPS for your money. Why? Because in our service, like our Fitbus coaches, because we can help you understand where you're at today. Like this is your current location. These are your options. These are your different plans. We can actually show you with your Fitbus score. Here's plan one. This is your route. Just like if you're driving to a destination, here's another one. Here's another one. Here's the benefits of each one. We can lay it out very easily. And then you can say, that's the financial route that I want to go. And then once you say, that's the route I want to go, you can link all your financial accounts and track all your finances right on Fitbox. And it tells you, are you following that plan correctly or not? And if you're not, it will tell you how to correct it. Okay. And at the same time, if you are having a life event, like you're missing something or whatnot, it will literally tell you, hey, you're not doing this correctly, go here. Or maybe you paid off your student loans, great. You paid off your student loans, change this, 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 and this, go here, okay? And you can say, what are my new routes that I can take? And then select the route. And so it literally is like GPS for your money, where it helps you understand where you're at today, helps you plan and visualize different routes, and then it helps you actually implement those routes and give you step-by-step -step guidance. So that way, when those unknown things happen or the life events happen, you can either update it right on, on the app or you can turn around and call your Fitbus coach and help set up the routes and then you can make your choice saying, that's the one for me, boom, less anxiety, okay? So at the end of the day, that's our goal at Fitbus. I mean, that's a lot of you guys have asked me, like, what are you guys building in the back, like on the bigger side of things? Like, that's what it is, is and that's why we call it GPS for your money, okay? But the key to today's podcast is understanding, again, why money gives you anxiety, why it stresses you out, because if you want to reduce that stress and that anxiety, you gotta know why you have it. And again, it's because of a lack of understanding, a lack of planning, and a lack of being able to implement it, and a lot of it's not your fault. A lot of you guys have gone out trying to find how to do that stuff, but first of all, with understanding, you don't even know where to start. Second, with planning, 
no one's like I said, you got all these maps, all the financial markets segmented, you know, doing different things, like telling you different things, and you're trying to piece it all together with the lack of understanding and just gives you even more anxiety. And then when you go to implement it, you get these things, these unknowns that are thrown at you, and it just stresses you out, gives you gray hairs and all that type of stuff. And then, you know, a lot of times people are like, Well, I burned out from you know, in work and it's money related or I got divert, uh, divorced and it's money related or like suicide rates are going through the roof. And one of the big reasons is because it's money related, okay? But that's why, that's why we have stress and anxiety. From there, you have to figure out how do I reduce it? The first step is having a simple understanding. Second step is putting together a simple plan. The third step is having a means of implementing that plan. I hope that you guys use our technology to help you do all that stuff, but if you have other means that you're trying to use, so be it. Again, that's why we're here. Build a uh, profile, schedule a call, use the technology. We hope to talk to you soon. That's the podcast for the day, the YouTube episode. For those of you watching on YouTube, you might have seen my wife walking in the background, you know, wave hi to her. (laughs) Um, And uh, we'll go from there, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you guys later.